And now, a Blaze Media podcast. Welcome to Chewing the Fat. Yes, it's Fat Pile Friday. We made it. <sighs> I know. We're still at the bunker. I'm still at the QBC. What is it? The QBC is the CQB, whatever the hell it is. I don't even remember what the hell, where the hell I'm at anymore. I know it's the CQB. Stop looking at me like that. Now we have another story of a 104-year-old veteran recovered from coronavirus. Congratulations. Sit down. Your blood is ours. We're not, no, no, you don't get it. No, there's no if, ands, or buts. Sit down. Your blood is ours. Now, of course, since we have, uh, you know, we're in this COVID-19 world now, um, no matter where we go, what we do, what we see, what we talk about, we are living in the COVID-19 coronavirus world, period. Everything revolves around that. I'm really surprised that we're getting now more and more stories about uh, graveyards and what's happening around. We have uh, we have the story from Rikers Island where inmates are digging graves. Now I they tried to make a big deal about that, but uh, prisoners have been digging graves on that Heart Island for years. So, I mean, are they probably digging a few more graves on that island these days during the COVID-19 scare? Yes. I'm sure that they are. But they have been doing that for quite some time. So, it's not as easy for them to make that big a deal out of it. And we now have people, uh, especially in New York, and this will be a big deal all over the country, coming to a a city and a uh, cemetery near you. Now, I want to pause here in the show and say, is the electrocution sound that I'm hearing in my ears making it to the recording, or is that just in my ears that I'm being electrocuted? So that was me getting electrocuted, so I did not know you heard that. I touched a cable I was not supposed to touch, and it shocked me. So I want to apologize to you. Can you touch it again, please? Oh, no. man, do I want you to be shocked so hard? I, make, just, I want to make sure you're okay. I'm okay. make sure the wire's I'm, grounded. I'm, I'm okay, but... No, 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 I'm going to touch I, it again I, just I in see, case. Okay, hold on. What? <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> you make me touch it again. Why? I'll give you five bucks you hang on to that bad boy for more than longer than that one-second touch. Oh, how much? <laughs> Oh, Fisher, Fisher, do not. How much you want me to, how long? Tell me, because I'm going to hold it. For, for five bucks, I wouldn't hold it much longer than what you've already held it, so it's okay. <laughs> uh, so, hey, it's CQB time. Five bucks is five bucks right now, okay? <laughs> I know we're not going to have our drugs anymore, but those five bucks are going to take me a long time to, you know, sustain. So, me. dude, why are you? Stop touching it. What are you doing? You asked me to touch it. I know, but that's not the point. Before that, oh, I once did I, not, find out, I, did I find not, out you can electrocute yourself, of course I want you to touch it. But I did not know it was a live cable. As you can see, I'm not in my normal CQB. So I was just touching as you were doing your intro. I was touching stuff, and then 
there's a cable next to my computer that I was trying to get away from my computer, and every time I touch that cable, it completes a circuit from the computer to me, and then you hear that. You got to move it out of the way, though. Just I will. Go ahead and move what, it out once you're done recording, I'll, remo- I'll move it. No, I got to be just get it now. You just get okay. it out of the way. And... The happy? Not really. I wanted it to be a lot longer, but, you know, okay. The things I do for you, seriously. The things I do for you. Hey, hey, you want me to talk this live cable as we record our podcast and people are watching it and listening live? Oh yeah, sure, buddy. Go touch the live cable. It's gonna make great radio. <laughs> Not really, but it was funny to me. I don't care. <laughs> I mean, we could barely look. You can't even joke about anything anymore. We got to be able to laugh. We have to. I'm sorry. We have to. Now, back to the cemetery. We have to be able to laugh. Back to the cemeteries. Um, we have uh, people that are just picking, going to cemeteries because that's, you know, every place else is closed. They're paying attention to all the other places around. So let's go to the cemetery. It's a really cool place. Now, it's a good place to go, and you can, you know, it's plenty of social distancing normally at the cemeteries, right? And it's uh, people, uh, plus that's a good place to go and get some business have social distance. Oh, I'm sorry? I thought you meant like get some business down. Like, hey girl, when I go to the cemetery with me, there's nobody well, there. Well, see that goes, now that goes against social distancing. Oh, right, okay. So I'm talking about you could go to the cemetery and you could have a party and still be social distanced. Right, everybody could just be have their own little, little grave. Everybody's at their own little gravesite, partying together alone. Right now, the problem with that is, is that then you end up with, you know, social. Say, baby, <laughs> want to come over to my gravesite? Ba-bum-ts. Yeah, I mean that doesn't really. The grass is greener over here. Ba-bum-ts. Yeah, no kidding. And so you know, I don't know. Then we have people uh, get, get, finding uh, finding lost treasure and dying, or I should say, attempting to find uh, lost treasure in the Rocky Mountains. Uh, and they're you know they're they're looking for lost treasure, trying to be the the big millionaire uh, because uh, apparently this forest fen uh, hid in the mountains somewhere in the U.S. and uh, he's got his uh, lost jewels and metals that are supposed to be worth about two million bucks and so people are trying to find fence treasure and they're going after it and yet uh, uh they're not finding it and they're dying so oh. maybe you don't worry about fence treasure i mean that's like that stupid what's that stupid tv show the lost gold or oh they're digging and they're digging on that stupid island. I never find anything. They're bringing all these people. They never one one time they find a piece of bark that's not supposed to be there. Are you talking about? And then they say, "Are you talking about uh, Pirate Island, the Lost Treasure of Fiji?" No, no. There's another one. That that, that uh, I'm pretty sure that's not it. Lost Gold Island. Maybe you know what? Both of those might be right. I don't know. My father-in-law watches them. I see. Okay, them on the if it's your father-in-law, 
Then it's uh, Lost Gold Island on History Channel. Yes. Yeah. Right. And they've been digging on this thing and they've been pulling out every so often they pull out a log and they have some bark on it and they bring in the professionals and they look at the bark and it makes it, it spawns another six months of digging because that tree bark wasn't supposed to be there and that's oh, part, no. part of the treasure. Oh no. It's incredible. And they never find anything. So you're uh, telling me just, that just because that tree log did not belong at that area, there's some gold down there? Yes, there's okay. a giant treasure. Okay. It's over there now. We what we've been doing? We've been digging in the wrong place oh. because the bark would have floated three feet this way and ten feet this way. <laughs> so we've got to dig another thirty kilometers back over this way and back to the left. It's just amazing. They never find anything. So never. are you telling me that. that this, you know, this TV show and whatever they're doing at the Rocky Mountains, that's another uh, gold? Mining in Arkansas kind of deal. Oh, those are that's diamonds. Oh, diamonds. Sorry, that's diamond. diamonds. In diamonds. Arkansas, yeah. No, because there are there is the gold uh, the gold diggers in Alaska that actually do find gold. I mean, they do some serious digging and find gold. Uh, they bring in the cranes. I mean, they're digging gold Whoa. and everything and going crazy. I believe that's on the History Channel too, because I catch that from my father-in-law there, because yeah. he's always like, "Oh, you know, I'd go up there and do that." Okay, no, Grandpa. Shut up. Okay, Grandpa. No, you no, you would. Go, go smoke another pack of cigarettes. It's me. That's not happening. We're not going up there digging for a bucket of gold. Go, Although, go grab your oxygen tank and go smoke another pack of cigarettes in the back. After uh, after COVID nineteen, we maybe had to do Alaska. You well, not know. just that. If, if if you think about it, you know this whole Glenn talking about the uh, we're running out of gold. We're running out of gold. I think that's another job that we need to start, you know, picking back up. Yesterday we talked about right. the do people with the hands. Hey, I feel like COVID nineteen is about to bring back the gold miners, and let's start mining for it. gold. Just, I'm all for it. Go for it. Yeah. yeah. You can pan it. You can be. You know. They, you know they, the thing is, is that they invest all this money. They go up there, and you can pan it. You know, just like the panhandlers, and you don't find very much, and you find you know your little jars, and and then during tourist season, some of the places try to sell their gold to the tourists that come up. And that's where they make their money. But the big guys bring in the cranes and the water tillers, and they are just mining. I mean, they want big amounts of gold. And uh, it's the part of the show is them getting, you know, of course, the cranes are stuck and everything is broken down, and we've got to fix it, and we've got to get it right before the weather comes in. And then they end up mining for gold for two weeks instead of four and they get one bucket of gold instead of five, and they've just made enough to survive the winter until season two. I know it's Fat Pile Friday. We'll get to the uh, you know we'll, we'll get to the fat pile. Believe me, there's plenty of fat in the pile. I know if you have any doubts about the possibilities that the fat is being trimmed on the pile, no, uh, that, that is not happening. So we'll get we'll get to it. I've got headlines that are just incredible. We've got to get to them. We've got so many stories. You know, th the stories don't stop. It's just all revolving around coronavirus. I mean, and plus there's and there's now there's all kinds of other news happening, but, but it gets drowned out by the coronavirus news. So I mean, we're gonna do as much as we can. Okay. That's what we do here. That's why you subscribe to Chewing the Fat. What? You don't subscribe to Chewing the Fat? What are you doing? Uh, you need to be a subscriber to Chewing the Fat with Jeff Fisher. Just go to the platform that you 
download your podcast on and subscribe to Chewing the Fat. It's just that easy. And if you say to yourself, I don't know a favorite platform or anything. Okay. Go to theblaze.com slash podcast. Click on Chewing the Fat with Jeff Fisher. When that opens, there'll be a plethora of platforms along the top that you can subscribe on. iTunes, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Stitcher. I see SoundCloud still up there. Don't use that. Don't click on SoundCloud. Just scam right over it. They don't play nice with other the other kids in the sandbox. And plus, they don't get updated anymore. So I have no it's still there on the Blaze site, but I don't know why. Apparently someone forgot us there. I don't know. I mean, I didn't forget. I open it up and I say, oh, there it is. There it is. So whoever takes care of it must have forgotten. And they're busy. Look, I know everybody's working from home now. They're busy. You can't get to it. I understand. So then you pick a platform and you click on it. And then the show opens up on that platform right there. If you click on iHeartRadio, Chewing the Fat opens up on iHeartRadio. And you just click follow, subscribe. Thank you, and you're done. And if you do iTunes or Apple, then they're going to ask you to, you know, rate and review it. Very simple. 20 stars, best podcast ever. Okay? It's just that simple. You don't have to, and I know you got a busy busy day ahead of you, uh, figuring out, you know, something, being locked in your house. And uh, so just 20 stars, best podcast ever. It's really simple. Thank you. Subscribe to Chewing the Fat with Jeff Fisher. Okay. Did you see where uh, Dr. Anthony Fauci, you know, the our, our main doc, our, our main man doc, the director of the National Institute of Allergy and Infectious Diseases, uh, who's on the platform with uh, our president uh, every day talking about the coronavirus. There's a big online petition right now uh, to make, he's 79 years old. He looks pretty good for 79, man. Uh, big big social media push to uh, get him named People Magazine's Sexiest Man Alive. Um, I, I don't know about that, but, you know, we can give it a, we can give it a shot. Let's go to change.org. Posi- uh, let's see. Dr. Anthony Fauci, People Magazine's Sexiest Man Alive, change.org posi- uh, petition. Let's get 5,000. He only has 4,743 people have signed up. Oh, it's still climbing. 47, 48, 49 uh, to sign up. So it's still climbing. They're going to get 5,000 easy. But you'd think he would have had more than 5,000. This story broke last, last night. 5,000 people would have signed up for that. Hello. Plus, they also uh, have now made uh, Dr. Fauci bobblehead. I'm incredibly impressed. All right. So he's got the bobblehead doll now. And did you know that there's a a national bobblehead hall of fame and museum? I know. I know. I didn't. And by saying I know, I didn't know. A national bobblehead hall of fame and museum. Now it's closed, of course temporarily due to coronavirus. Now you can still, once they open back up, they were open Monday through Friday, 10 to six and Saturday and Sunday, 10 to five. Now you think to yourself, wait, where is the national bobblehead hall of fame? 
is the National Bobblehead Hall of Fame and Museum. It's got to be someplace huge, right? It's in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. You think it's in Milwaukee, Wisconsin? Well, what do they got? They've got a big, you know, they've opened up a mall. They've got a giant, you know, a giant layout for the National Bobblehead, a Hall of Fame and Museum. It's on the second floor at 170 South First Street. You know what? I'm not going to let you. I'm not going to let you. You know, I got a very nice email from Phil, you know, the CEO of the National Bobblehead Hall of Fame. And he's like, oh, my gosh, you're interested in talking to us? You know what? Let me put this email down. And let's connect. Nice. So let's talk to Phil at the do National you, Bobblehead Hall. Do you want to continue trashing down Phil and his it. creation of the National I, Bobblehead Hall of Fame and Museum in Milwaukee? I that you think I was that I was that I was bad mouthing it and down. I was just telling people where it was. I wanted people to be able to go and visit the National Bobblehead Hall of Fame and Museum. Which, by the um, way. He says the second floor, one seventy South First Street in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. By the way, and he says, and I quote, "Doctor Fauci bobblehead have been going crazy." End nice. quote. Nice. I like that. And I, I'm, this is see, this is going to sound like I'm like I'm downplaying the bobblehead. Okay. Because you are but going to play that. Because you because you are going to play the the bubble. You're going to be like poo pooing it. It is. I don't. I just got. I have a question. I just wonder what constitutes going crazy, as you know, the bobbleheads. I mean, this is it, is it ten? Is it three? Is Oof. it five? I, I don't know. You know what? How about we just let Phil, you know, contact I'm the CQB. I, I am a huge fan of talking to Phil. Is he the guy? He's the CEO and founder of the National oh, Bobblehead. We absolutely have to talk to Phil of the National Bobblehead Hall of Fame Museum. So, like I said, we absolutely wanted to talk to Phil Sklar, a co-founder, CEO, guru of the National Bobblehead Hall of Fame and Museum in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Phil, welcome to Chewing the Fat. How are you, sir? I'm doing okay, given the circumstances. Thanks for having me. So I know, noticed from your website that uh, you know your, your place is temporarily closed. Uh, of course, because of the you know coronavirus pandemic that the world is facing, but you still are able to create new bobbleheads, yeah. and you just unveiled one that we ta- that we mentioned earlier of Dr. Fauci. Um, so people are still able to order them and get them. Yeah, so people can right now. It's a pre-order. We just unveiled it. Uh, people are ordering them like crazy. Um, it's reaching heights that we haven't seen before we had sister jean about three years ago during march madness and that's been our bestseller to date but it looks like dr fauci is going to give sister jean a run for her money um we're coming up with new i babblehead ideas 365 days a year whether we're in self-isolation or you know out at a sporting event so 
yeah, I think now that we have a little bit more time on our hands, we're coming up with even more ideas. Um, and Dr. Fauci, you know, deserved the highest honor that we, we think uh, bobbleheads are the highest honor and we think he's well deserving. So, uh, you, uh, he's been already inducted into the Hall of Fame. I mean, you've already done. That's uh, a done deal. He's in. Well, so he's not necessarily in the Hall of Fame yet, but it, I think uh, he'll probably get inducted when we have that. Uh, the you know the induction process. Uh, but yeah, his bobblehead, you know, has been is now being produced by the okay. Hall of Fame. Okay. So how many how many uh, bobbleheads uh, do you have in the Hall of Fame? right now yeah so right now i'm isolated by myself here with 6500 unique bobbleheads um of all different types uh everything from sports to non-sports yeah right okay so all right now you have at the now that's part of the hall of fame and the museum right and i and i I apologize for not ever have being at your museum and hall of fame and and i'll try to uh resolve that issue as soon as we're back to whatever the new normal is but uh you have 6500 bobbleheads but are there are those separate i mean do you have to like these are all the bobbleheads and here's a bunch these are all the ones that we love but over here in this room uh, is the hall of fame and these are the best ones ever so how many of those do we have yeah, so uh, back when we first came up with the idea, uh, 2014, 2015, we put out a, a online poll whether Pete Rose's bobblehead should be the first one inducted into the Hall of Fame. Nice. About 94% of the people said yes. So yeah. we had an induction ceremony actually with Pete um, and his bobblehead right now. We just opened February 1st of last year. His bobblehead's the only one in the Hall of Fame section. So he has a plaque in his bobblehead. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but Dr. Fauci, I think, uh, might be joining him with the the first sort of official induction class when we have that. So, do you have any idea, uh, you being a, you know an expert in bobbleheads, how many different bobbleheads there are? I mean, I, and I know that's a tough answer because, of course, there's millions, and you know, there's uh, anybody can have a bobblehead made of themselves, and it's a Christmas present or whatever. But What's the idea? What's the what's the thought on how many bobbleheads there are? Yeah, the universe of bobbleheads is quite large. It's we're actually we've been working on some database projects, and if this uh, coronavirus pandemic continues, which hopefully it won't for too long, we might get uh, farther in counting the number of bobbleheads that are out there. But there's been about eight thousand different stadium giveaway bobbleheads um, since uh-huh. those happened in 1999. But the universe is over a hundred thousand different bobbleheads um if you count you know if you don't count the ones that joe got for his mom or right. got a, a bobblehead of his mom but yeah there's right. a, a big universe of bobbleheads out there so uh part of the proceeds uh that uh if people that are purchasing the dr fauci uh, bobblehead uh you say are going to the american hospital association to support the uh 100 million mask challenge which is tremendous thank you for that I appreciate it. You, uh, well, you said that you started, you opened up uh, the the office, uh, the actual store, in uh, you know a little over a year ago now. Uh, and you came up with the idea four or five years ago. What were you? I mean, you're sitting around at a bar in Milwaukee, thinking, you know, we oughta we ought to open up a Hall of Fame of bobbleheads. <laughs> no, so it. Uh... You know, came about by a collection of me and the other co-founder that was growing out of control. It actually, uh, you know, started with one display case and grew to 
you know, bobbleheads overtaking the kitchen of our condo. Um, we had about 3,000 bobbleheads, and we also sought out at the same time to produce a bobblehead of a friend of ours who was a manager for the sports teams at the college we went to and also a Special Olympian. We had a great experience with that. Um, I was working in corporate finance, and he was my co-founder was working in retail uh, sales, and we thought, you know, we could combine these two ideas, produce bobbleheads, and have a one-of-a-kind museum dedicated to bobbleheads, and, and here we are. So many of these bobbleheads that uh, in the uh, in the museum are your own personal collection. Yeah, so it started with our personal collection, and then once we announced the idea, we got bobbleheads from people all over the world, all over the country. Uh, you know, all corners sending them in, teams sending them in. Uh, we had one gentleman uh, donate, send in over fifteen hundred bobbleheads. Um, he had a terminal cancer, heard about the museum, and wanted to have his collection, you know, be out there for people to enjoy. And we have a plaque honoring him at the museum as well. So it's been a you know crazy journey and. Um, we get vis- we've had visitors from all 50 states, 25 countries in the first year of opening. And, you know, hopefully, obviously, we'll be able to open soon and share the collection again with uh, with everyone who wants to see it. I'm a little hurt that I'm a little hurt that uh, there's only one person in the in the Hall of Fame. I mean, it's cool that it's Pete Rose, and I'm happy that he's there, and I'm, it's cool that he, you know, participated in the induction ceremony and everything. But it's been over a year. Bro, come on. Wait. Give me some, make, yeah. give me some Hall yeah. of Fame members. Yeah, we will. We were working on that. Uh, we'll, now we have some more time. We've been uh, real busy getting everything up and running. Uh, we had a lot busier than expected, which is you know obviously good. Kept us busy, but uh, yeah, we're working on that process. And maybe you'll be one of the uh, on the voting panel uh, for the Hall of Fame. I am a fan. I'd be happy to participate in the uh, Bobblehead Hall of Fame. Uh, ceremony it'd be great in any way say, I can. Fisher. So if I want to order Doctor Fauci, uh, how do I go about doing that? Yeah, so they're available for pre-order now on our in our online store at bobbleheadhall.com. Uh, they're $25 each, as you mentioned, $5 from everyone sold. We're donating right to the uh, effort for the 100 million mask challenge, which we think is a tremendous effort. We need all our first responders to have the PPE to help save all of our lives, our parents' lives, our kids' lives during this critical time. Yeah. Um, you know, if we could produce, uh, you know, PPE, and, and ventilators right now we would unfortunately all we know how to do is bobbleheads so we're uh, <laughs> raising money and putting a smile on people's faces hopefully so let me ask, uh, how uh, how much time do you spend dusting <laughs> luckily I mean, we have somebody who does really good at that um, we have uh, some real great employees and staff that uh, that take care of it but personally I do a little bit of dusting if I walk by and see uh, a little dust here and there, but uh, yeah, it's uh, it definitely is a challenge. <laughs> no kidding. Phil Sklar, uh, co-founder, CEO of uh, the National Bobblehead Hall of Fame and Museum. Thank you for taking a little bit of time out of your day today for chewing the fat. I appreciate it. Uh, it was enjoyable, and uh, I absolutely, any way we can help with uh, the Hall of Fame and Museum, you let us know here at Chewing the Fact. That's great. Uh, I, I love it. And uh, remind people again where to go to uh, get Dr. Fauci and uh, check out uh, anything more about the museum. Go to? Yep, bobbleheadhall.com. <laughs> Be sure to email chewingthefat at theblaze.com if you uh, 
need information. If you want to update us on what's happening in your coronavirus world, if you're looking out the window as you're being quarantined in your home and you say, ooh, that's interesting, take a picture, send it to chewingthefatattheblaze.com. We may, I may put that up on my YouTube channel, Chewing the Fat with Jeff Fisher, which you should subscribe to. Or I may put that, use that on uh, during my uh, Chewing the Fat segment on Pat Gray Unleashed uh, on the uh, Blaze Television and Radio Network. Or you can just email us and let us know uh, if you had an idea when we were talking about our Blaze ticker motto, where we have the news people try to be serious and uh, give us a prayer. But in the back, they have the death ticker motto, the death ticker from the coronavirus. Uh, I, I like this one, although I think we might get sued uh, because oh, it's, they were not- saying it's too it's too close. It's too close to the real thing. It's that's our motto because uh, according to uh, Bob, our our death ticker motto should be we can take a licking and keep on ticking. So uh, you know, but that's that's the Timex. Timex, we get a little mad. Oh, okay. Now. Uh, Oh, I did get this email. I get emails like this. So let me start by saying best podcast ever, 20 stars. Uh, I hope you do that on the you know the review and not just the email. I was going to uh, say, I can am, you do that where, where it counts? Because in yeah. our emails, it doesn't count. Thank you for trying, but that did not help us at all. It continues. I am at my wit's end with my roommate. He is driving me nuts with the dumb things he does, such as stand there and stare at me. Oh, wait, I live alone and that's a mirror. You guys do a great job and make me laugh. <laughs> I honestly thought it was, he was going to say, oh, wait, that's my spouse. I thought that was, I thought we were going to go there. It could have gone either way, but I do like how he ended it was the mirror. I like that. I like Very that. Very funny. He continues with, you guys do a great job and make me laugh. Look, I, there are plenty of times when we, when we do try to get serious and we do some serious stuff. But for the most part, you know, I, I, Oh, I, we have to be able to smile, right? Plus, there's we other people that could do that for you. There's other people that you could get the serious stuff. There's other people you could get the facts. Here you get. The, I'll give them to you. I'll, I'll give them to you. I got no that, problem giving you the facts and but letting that's you boring. know some serious stuff. But I, that's boring. I, and I, I try to look at things a little bit differently than others. No. What? Uh, right. I know. No. I know. But, you know, like, we're already, you can't joke around about anything anymore. Uh, I mean, it's more and more difficult. I should say it's more and more difficult to joke around about things. You know, people were all upset at the Oklahoma newspaper that tried to, oh, their poor attempt at an April Fool's joke. The Oklahoma newspaper stirred panic among parents of a local school district by publishing an April Fool's Day story that claimed all students have to repeat their current grade next year. Okay, so let me stop for just a second. All right. So I don't know how the school handled it. Perhaps if I if I was the school district and I was going to do that, which I think is funny, I would have left on the voicemail message. Hey, if you're calling because of the April Fool's Day joke about repeating their current grade next year, don't worry about it. It was just an April Fool's joke. Have a great day. Something like that. Because did it really, if you're a parent, were you panicked? No. Were you panicked? No. I mean, I could see where you would say, what? Are you kidding me? And you call the school. And that's where the voicemail would come in and say, it was just a joke, lighten up. Yeah, well, not just that. You might be panicking, but you are 
social media panicking. I just want to do it so people pay attention to me. And, oh, look at that. Oh, school is bad. Blah, blah, blah. Mm, so you right. are panicking. You're like, ooh, I could get some likes. I could get some shares. I could get some viralness. Yeah, shut Social up. media panicking. But on the other hand, we have a survey where a vast majority of Democratic college students say offensive jokes can constitute hate speech. Now, that's not a surprise that that would be their answer in that kind of poll. What the surprise is, is that we're still get over it. 76% said that offensive jokes can constitute hate speech. You know, it's... You should be kicked out of school. I don't remember who told me this. But I, I was if it's good. It was me. But okay, go ahead. it's like comedians are supposed comedy, comedy, and comedians. You know what people do for a living. The, the comedy is supposed to go into those dark places and make you laugh. Yep. It, we're not joking about you know pedophilia, or we're not joking about you know the priest touching the little boy. We're not. We're not making fun of that. We're just trying to lighten things up, okay? Because right now, suicide rate is going up. So what do we need to do? We need a little bit of laughter in our lives. Like, it's okay to laugh about this. Like, oh, kids have to come back? Oh, that's funny. I'll be laughing. out. You know what I'll do? I will play that, whatever it is. I'll play for my kid. I'll be like, hey, you going back to class? I will even go further. Hey, guess what? Start practicing because you have to go to school now so let's go practice going to the bus let's go practice for next year you have to repeat all that stuff like i will even go further than that can i go on the record as just saying when you say we don't joke about pedophilia and we don't joke about the priests um that's true to a point um i i i want to i want to clarify that i don't joke about that kind of stuff on air uh in real life uh if you and i were talking in a separate room say you stopped by the house okay and you and i are sitting in the bunker okay and we're just hanging out here at the bunker okay there may be it's possible it's possible that a priest joke that a pedophile joke comes out it is possible it is possible I'm not saying it would. But is that, if by you saying that joke, does that mean that you support pedophilia and pre-touching little boys? No. Done. What, not one bit. Done. Not one bit. So, and anytime, if it's possible that I make a joke about an old man and a young girl, uh-huh. okay, do I support that? Absolutely not. Do I support that happening to my daughter or your daughter? daughter absolutely not i would go through i would walk through fire to stop it from happening to your child if i saw it i'm not one of those guys that would get out my phone and start recording and say look at this horrible thing this guy is doing to this young child i would stop it you know then i'd get my phone out and record you gotta you gotta post it i mean you can't just let it go people got to believe that it actually happened but absolutely i would i would stop it it's ridiculous yeah. to think that you support and, something like that yeah and then the, the whole thing too you know we, we've talked about in this show when we when the whole um kevin spacey thing came out and the whole michael jackson documentary 
Fisher, you were like, where can I drop my kid off? It was a joke. <laughs> and guess what? You laugh. And just by, because you laugh, that doesn't mean you support whatever we just said. It's just we need to lighten things up. And when we say a COVID-19 joke, like, I don't know, you and Keith have been talking about with Pat that he has a disease. And what is it, scurvies he has? What is it, scurvies or, or COVID? Which one does he have now? Uh, I don't know. Consumption, scurvy, yeah. COVID, so, well, whatever. Um, guess what? That's a joke because deep inside when we hang up and when we're like in our house, we're praying for Pat that he doesn't have what we think he has. So Thank like, you. It's a joke Amen. because right now is the perfect chance for everybody to lighten up, go outside, make those jokes. Yeah, you know, some of them are inappropriate. You know, like the, the rabbi and the priest, they walk in and they do, ha-ha. And, it, you know, you might not like it, but at the end of the day, you have to laugh. We can't take everything so seriously, especially right now where, like, we talked about it, Fisher. Those divorce rates after that story you talked about yesterday, I went and, yeah. and read it. That is so true. You yeah. know, one thing about this, I thought this was going to bring families together. On the other hand, now that you told me this stupid 76% <laughs> of idiots think that offensive jokes, you know, could be a hate speech. I'm just, once again, you just turned off the light at the end of the tunnel. I thought we were just going to have a reset in society. Everybody's going to be like, you know what? I was indoors. I come sense to myself. I'm no longer brainwashed. But, dude, we got to start lighting things up. And that's what uh, I believe this show does best. And I want to remind you also that we did get some uh, news from uh, Governor Andrew Cuomo's uh, ex-girlfriend. Uh-oh. Uh, who... Uh, Posted a video of her uh, upset that she claimed. Now they've been they've been uh, apart now for a little over a year, uh, and you can you know seeing her without makeup on in her video, you understand what the governor was thinking. Anyway, the uh, that's another mad. joke, by the way, for all of you that are counting at home. That's another joke. We respect women. We don't care if they're wearing makeup or not wearing makeup. It looks fine. It's just a stupid joke. Anyway, thank you. But she claimed in her video that uh, she wanted people to stop body shaming. Uh, and this all, you know, I woke up today and I started seeing all these bad things about, and she's talking about Andrew and his nipple rings. And people are body shaming and please stop it. Now in her entire little body shaming rant she doesn't deny it she doesn't deny that the governor has piercings on his nipples so are you so, saying that he went up to the ex-girlfriend and be like hey um i know we you know left things a little awkward but can you go out there and defend me no no not at all no i think that she did this on her own i think he called after she posted it telling her shut up that's exactly why i kicked you to the curb mm. you don't know when to shut up i don't want now now it makes it look like i actually do have it i had the news dead my guy said no don't worry about it i'm gonna start wearing jackets we're gonna let this thing die wherever i go i'm gonna either have a sport jacket on or i'm gonna <laughs> put a i'm gonna put a, a polo shirt and a, and a windbreaker on so we'll be fine but you just open up another can of worms shut up so much more to get to we got we have, i haven't even i haven't touched coronavirus today at all i mean there's so much more to get to we've we've got the amazon leaked letter that i'm trying to figure out why it's such a big deal they talked about detailed plan to smear the fired warehouse organizer um it 
was a plan of how they were going to handle it. That's what corporations do. I just really trying to bring down Amazon now. You saw the video of the the warehouse worker at Amazon that was telling people that we should only be selling uh, we should only be selling products that are important to today's world. That's it. If it's not an exact essential item, then they shouldn't be selling it. We're still selling, and he mentions the adult sexual device. We're still selling those. Well, I got news for you, bruh. Uh, For a lot of people, those are essential. And when did you become the guy that gets to rule on high what's essential and what isn't? And by the way, I think this is a guy who has not seen what um, the state of New York has told its citizens for the COVID-19 safe practice sex during the COVID. Um, one of those adult toys was part of the deal that the state of New York said to do. So exactly right. shut up. Exactly right. And I, and I, and I, you know, you can't, we can tell them to shut up. No problem. And can Amazon just come out and say, no, we shut up. No, they can't. But when a memo gets uh, leaked out where they're talking about how to handle it and what's best way to, uh, to handle a, a warehouse worker who wants to turn everything into a union after we fired him. And the attorney said, you know, hey, he's not smart or articulate. I mean, he said, the attorney said, it's my private notes. I was just angry during the meeting. I don't know. It's tough I'll be to... angry too, though. I'll be angry too. Like, shut up. Like, this is not the time. And, and I'm noticing, I, I honestly thought that this COVID-19 was going to bring out, was going to stop that. I'm seeing it again. See, again, you just bothered me today. Like, you just made me mad. 76% of people still think that offensive jokes could lead up to hate speech. <laughs> now, you have a guy that wants to unionize and wants to stop a major corporation to stop selling non-essential items. By the way, who are no, you? Items that he thinks That he nice. thinks, yes. That he thinks are non-essential. And then what was the other one that I saw? Oh, yeah. Uh, the Democratic Party is still tweeting that abortion is a health care right. Can we stop? Can we, f- can we focus... Um, what is in front of us right now, which is a million people worldwide are infected with this. We don't have a vaccine yet. We don't have antibodies yet. And the whole economy is shut down. Can we focus on that first and the rest of it for later? So I'll leave you with some good news then. I know we're, we're getting close to the end here. And I'll just tell you, I know you think I'm just keep, you know, bogging you down and poo-pooing you the last couple of days. So I'll just, I'll just give you good news. Okay. Uh, Burger King in France has posted a way for you to make the Whopper at home. So you don't have to go to Burger King. Uh, they've tweeted it out there. It's out there. Burger King France revealed how to make your Whopper at home. And it takes eight ingredients. You got the top bun, the onion, the pickles, the ketchup, the beef patty, mayonnaise, lettuce, and tomato, followed by the bottom bun. And there you have it. You can have your own Whopper at home. 
I won't tell you that it won't taste the same or it's not really the same thing that you're making. I won't tell you that because I don't want to poo-poo anything, but, you know, good luck making it. Download and subscribe to more content at theblaze.com slash podcasts. Okay. Do we, do we want the coronavirus numbers and reporting not, on how bad things are? Not if you're going to give me good news. If you're going to give me good news, give me some numbers. If it's bad news, move on. Well, I'll just give you some headlines. We'll just give you the uh, give you some headlines, and uh, you can tell me whether it's good news or not. Okay, I'll just give you coronavirus headlines. Okay. You tell me. Uh, experts tell White House coronavirus can spread through talking or even just breathing. White nope. House, I'm move sorry. Move on. Move on. White House expected to urge Americans to wear face coverings in public to slow spread of coronavirus. Move on. Texas City moves to find people who don't cover their faces. Definitely move on because I'm going to be pissed. Lockdowns must last six weeks to bring pandemic under control. We all know that, so move on. New Jersey governor orders state police to commandeer needed medical supplies. Ugh. 3.4 million travelers poured into the U.S. as coronavirus pandemic erupted. Again, why are you upsetting me? Over one million. I'm just telling you, read the headlines. Over one million people infected worldwide with you. Oh, those are numbers. Sorry, we got to skip the numbers. Uh, cruise ship with sick people dock in Florida. Okay, can we talk about that one? All right. Let's talk about that one because um, yesterday I was listening to one of my podcasts and... Dude, the the cruise ship industry does not qualify for the government bailout because they're not American, right? Yep. Yeah. So right now, um, all these cruise ship companies are looking for buyers. The prediction that oh, the man. and if we could buy the cruise industry right now, if we could have a chewing the fat ship, hello. Think about it. the The problem is that. In order for you to buy the ship, you have to have five billion with a B, yeah. five billion dollars just to have the ship. That's I mean, that- I could tell them I have five billion. Might as well just say you have a trillion and get a couple. <laughs> if if we're just gonna say, you know, I have. That, see, that's that's what gets everybody is oh, being greedy. Oh, okay, okay. Want to be greedy? Okay, okay. All right, fine. Tell me you have. You know, four billions, and they, they might be able to cut your deal. But right now, the cruise industry does not um, qualify for a government bailout. So, good. I mean, really, kind of good. They're absolutely. not American companies. Yeah. They're not. They're they're not American flagged. They they use that as a they use that as a uh, as a great barrier for their hiring because uh, they bring in people from other countries and they get away with it because well, we're not American companies. Well, now, okay, you're not American companies. We got it. No problem. Good. Thank you. We'll let you dock and we'll we'll give you, you know, our people will spend money to go on your cruises. But now when times are tough, don't come crying. Sorry. Yep. And then so right now, according to, you know, financial advisors and stuff like that, the top bidder, China, yeah, see, Trump needs a cruise ship. We need Trump cruise. He needs one. Why doesn't he have one? Why doesn't Trump have a cruise ship? That is true. Don Jr. needs to have a Trump cruise ship right now. Just hose it down for later. It's fine. 
I'm all for that. Plus, did you see where the Venezuelan, and by the way, who knew Venezuela had a Navy? But the Venezuelan Navy uh, went to ram into the cruise ship out into the ocean, and it sunk. Not the cruise ship, but the Venezuelan Navy ship. Oh, no wonder. Did it go with a freaking banana boat? Like, (laughs) how did they go? I'm reading the story. They come up, they stop, and the, the ship was out there. Uh, fixing an engine, and one of the other sh- engines was on idle. So they were doing what they, you know, what they're supposed to be doing out there. The Venezuelan naval vessel shows up and takes some shots and tells them to, you know, you got to bring it in and dock it in Venezuela. And the ship people are like, uh, let's call our people and find out if we have to actually do this or what's going on. And the ship people are like, no, go ahead. Just uh, get that engine fixed and get out of here. Don't worry about it. No. So the Venezuelan naval vessel slam- starts ramming the ship. Now the ship is made to go through ice because it takes cruises in the in the in the cold waters. Oh, so it, so it it's escorts got a, them. It's, it's, it's got a, them. it's got a harder hull. Okay. Right? okay. So the naval vessel is banging into the ship. It sinks. And so the ship is like, all right, we're fixed. We're out of here. We gotta go. Take care. Take care. And so so they, now Venezuelan saying you just took off without helping our people. And they were, you know, they were, we had to go rescue our people. The, uh, you rammed into us. Why bro. were you ramming on them? That, that's that's the thing. So were they ramming on them because they were not listening to the Venezuelan Navy to dock? Yes. Or were, because I'm sorry, if I am a ship, a captain of a ship, and there's another ship ramming into me, I feel like this is uh, pirates. What are we? Pirates? Thank you. No, you're not going to be ramming. Plus, I'm sure the captain of the ship, when he got the you know the radio message mentioning the Venezuelan Navy, he thought, "Wait, Venezuela has a navy? No, that can't be." All right, we're back to headlines. Uh, healthcare workers see wave of coronavirus coming in their ranks. Yeah, we knew that. We're gonna move on. Hong Kong scientists look into disinfection and reuse of fa- oh, reuse of face masks. Yeah, look, it's coming now. Where they're saying this is this is something to actually uh, that will actually may help all of us. Uh, they are talking about it. It is just in the air and breathing, but we have the social distancing, right? That's why we told people to social distance. But if they're telling you, they're tra- starting to tell everyone if you go out, wear a mask, and it doesn't have to be an N95 mask. They're telling you to at least cover your face. They want us all in hijabs. And they want us all out there covering your face, which, uh, you know, okay, which gives you some sort of barrier. Does That's it, exactly- though? Does it? Yeah. Does, see, it, it, I was talking about this last night with my in-laws. I think I don't understand it. Like, I feel, I feel that the world wants us to be like China. China wear masks every single day, and they... But they don't necessarily do that because of... Uh, diseases. They the, do that because the, the pollution smog. is so yeah, bad. The smog. But still, though, I feel like no. Oh, that doesn't matter. No, okay, I'm, I'm not. I'm not gonna wear masks. I'm sorry. No, this is America. If I want to walk through through a cloud of COVID nineteen, <laughs> you know, coronavirus infected air, I'm gonna walk through that stupid COVID nineteen coronavirus infected air. It's my decision. I should not be. F- no. And now that you said they want to wear a hijab, you know, like, no, I'm I'm even pisser now. 
I don't want to wear That's a mask. That's what they want. No, I mean, what, no. It doesn't matter. It doesn't no. matter. It doesn't have to be a mask as long as you're covering your face. So what you're doing is you're not only protecting uh, others from you, you're protecting them to you as well. Right. So it's a dual. I mean, it's all for your safety. It's all, all for your safety. I know. I know. I get it. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to I mean to talk about it. We can talk about the Tiger King. I mean, I made it through. I've watched them all. No. All, all I, I, I'm, noticing, I'm, I'm noticing here a trend here. What's that? You're not going to talk about the elephant in the room, and I'm not talking about the elephant behind me. Um, what happened to you last night? What were you doing last night? This is trending on uh, trending on uh, social yeah. media. Yeah, Why was news Jeff breaks? Fisher trending? First, I thought, oh crap, he died. He's dead. <laughs> I had I, I thought I did too when I first saw. It and trending. then once and I was Jack- like, wait a minute, he's not that famous. There's no way he's trending because he died. Oh, so, oh, I'm sorry, my mic was still on. Sorry. Hey, didn't someone die when you were singing his song? I thought you were going to talk about that. Oh, yeah, Bill Withers. Oh, uh, rest in Bill peace. Bill Withers died. And he rest wasn't in trending. He was 81. He wasn't trending, so... I bet he is now. Okay, let me check right Look now. Look it up right now. I bet he is. I mean, we're, as we're broadcasting, as we're recording the show, I bet Bill Withers is trending. Trending. Nope. We have Bank yes, of America. Bank of America, it. Disney Plus, and an FBI warning. Hunter Biden... Carnegie Hall, Florida Republicans, PP loan, paycheck protection. Is Hunter? Did he have to go back to court again? Ooh, did I see. forget a court date? Let's see. Hunter Biden is trending because the Senate Homeland Security Committee will continue its investigation into Hunter. Hunter. Hunter and Biden. by the way, uh, there, Mister Man, I just clicked on what's trending. And uh, the promoted trend is Disney Plus. Number one is Bill Withers. Stop it! I knew I would be there's Dude, no number way one on my screen says trending. Bank of America. No, I'm sorry uh, to disappoint you, but uh, Bill Withers it, it is be, trending. It could be because I'm in a different location. So, uh, so maybe oh. uh, maybe on oh. my area where I'm at, we care more of a Bank of America than right. what is it, Bill Withers? Because you're not in the United States. No, no, I'm not. Uh, I, okay. I left in the cover of night and decided okay. to flee the country. All right, I apologize. Uh, so that is, you can, it's possible. But yeah. you, you know, it's a different trend. It is. It but, is. Uh, I was trending last night. So uh, what were you and, doing? Well, I mean, when news happens, uh, you know, chewing the fat records. Records. And we were recording. Couldn't find you anywhere. Uh, so, you know, you were busy. You know, sneaking across some border apparently in the dark. Hey, I'll tell you this: I feel more safer in this new location that I'm at than than I was before. I bet, and I and I don't blame you for feeling that way. And my friend, when you hear, open that freaking door, open that freaking door, because it's me. Knock again. Hello. Chris! I know somebody's here. He definitely told me he was here. He showed me the other day. He was here. Oh, Dad, I've really got to go to the bathroom. Just hold on. Just hold on. We'll pee on the door if we have to. All right, everybody. Pee on the door. <laughs>